Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Welcome back to the Believe in Ohio State Football Podcast. My name is Tim Tully. Happy to connect with you for another week here. Talk a little Buckeyes, talk a little college football playoff, and of course, talk a little betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the place for your action this fall and winter with the NBA picking up and the NCAA season heating up. Also, a little bit of college basketball, one of the best sports uh, to get involved with. Quick games, get a over, get a first half over. Um, some of the funnest bets you can find. So log on to betonline.ag um, with code B-L-E-A-V-E to get your, sorry, correction on the promo code B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Okay, here we are. We're in the home stretch, and this might be more of a college football playoff conversation than anything else today with Ohio State and Purdue. Certainly some things we're going to want to look at and get to and talk about when thinking about both the Buckeyes and the Boilermakers. Boilermakers have been playing spoiler all season, so certainly um, somebody for Ohio State to be worried about. Um, I think the last couple weeks have helped uh, Buckeye fans feel better about the team um, and then the game last week against Nebraska might have, you know, brought some of those concerns back up. Ohio State right now riding a seven-game win streak into their 3:30 Eastern Time matchup with the Boilermakers, um, and two top ten battles with Michigan State and Michigan out front. Um, we will get to Ohio State Purdue. Um, there's, there's a couple things I want to get to first, um, as far as when we look at the college football playoff and we think about teams like Michigan and Michigan State and it was something that you know I had a couple people reach out and kind of we we were connecting and and talking about why the playoff fell the way it did this week I think what's really crazy about the whole college football playoff thing and what it makes it such an interesting talk and such an interesting conversation is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all nothing that happens in those rankings the next couple weeks matters Um, if you're a Cincinnati fan does it really matter, right? Because you're number five, and you're like, okay, we're number five, but if Oklahoma goes undefeated and wins a Big 12, they're probably in, right, and undefeated with a Big 12 championship. Cincinnati without a, you know, Power 5 conference championship, probably left outside. Um, if Alabama loses to Georgia, maybe it's still Oklahoma, Oregon, Georgia, and Ohio State. Um, I think you have to worry about that if you're a Cincinnati fan and if you're trying to get your team in. Um, the question that is on this weekend is on everybody's mind is, why is Michigan number six and Michigan State is number seven? Michigan State beat Michigan head-to-head. Um, Michigan you know, has the loss 
earlier in the season. They look better right now. You know, they took care of their business, but Michigan State losing to Purdue, and they drop all the way out of the playoff to number seven. A, a lot of frustration about Michigan State falling behind Michigan. And you know what the real fact of the matter is for both those teams? is it doesn't matter who's 6-7 and seven right now because they both have to do something that they're not going to do, and that's beat Ohio State. Um, and I understand if you're listening to this podcast, that probably falls in line with your line of thinking as well. But really, do we have to break it down? Right now, the spread for next week is minus 18, Ohio State at home versus Michigan State. I'm not saying Michigan State can't win that game. I'm not saying it. But for a team that led up 30 points you know, to Michigan and got way down to Michigan – is that defense going to hold down um, Ohio State? The defense that just lost to Purdue? I don't think so. So I don't really think it matters, right? You can put Michigan State at number one. You can put Michigan State at number 25. They're not making the playoff. Um, they're going to lose to Ohio State. Maybe they even lose you know, this weekend as well or lose the weekend after. Um, they're going to lose to Ohio State. It's not going to matter. They're going to play in a bowl game. They're going to have a great time, have some blooming onion, call it a season. Michigan, on the other hand, does have the opportunity in front of them if they can beat Ohio State. But really, what's that spread going to look like? I think that's a 12.5-point spread right now. Between Michigan and Ohio State, and sure, there's been issues with Ohio State, and Penn State played them tough, and I think we'll learn a lot about Penn State um, after they play Michigan this week, um, which is only a one-point spread. It's crazy, and I know we're we're focused on spreads, but betonline.ag, get on there and get involved. A minus-one spread for Michigan on the road at Penn State. The number six Michigan Wolverines against an unranked Penn State team. And Okay, Happy Valley's a tough place to play, but come on. Are they really going to lose that game? One points on the road? That's all they're they're all they're giving away. I think if you're a bet online AG pick of the week, that's who I'm taking, right? Michigan minus one. It's a rat line. You have to take it. Um but it comes down to what's gonna happen on the other side of the rainbow, and that's what's when, you know, Scarlet and Gray's coming up on the bus and they're gonna clean house against Michigan. And maybe Michigan runs a little bit and keeps things close, but there's still a huge athlete deficiency between Ohio State and Michigan and Ryan Day. Um, has been a catalyst in that rivalry in his time in Columbus when his offense is absolutely lighting up Michigan every year. I mean, even with the new-look Michigan defense, they still let up 33 points um, to Michigan State. I I like Trayvon Henderson's chances and C.J. Stroud's chances to go up to Ann Arbor, and what a deflating victory that would be um, on the Michigan side where you lose, and it's not like, okay, well, we lost to Joe Burrow or Justin Fields, and now they're not going to – we lost to Justin Fields or JT Barrett. We're not going to play him anymore. No, you're going to get these guys for at least a year or two more. You're definitely going to get Trayvon for two more – Trayvon for two more years. Um, and you're probably going to get Stroud for one, if not two more. So buckle up. It's going to suck, and it's going to continue to suck. Rolling forward into this week's game, Ohio State facing off against the Purdue Boilermakers. It's a game where, you know, you can certainly see both sides of the coin. You can see Purdue playing spoiler. You know, ESPN has the matchup predicted only a 9% chance of Purdue winning. Um, C.J. Stroud entering the game with 25 touchdowns, 5 interceptions on the year. Trevion Henderson, 128 carries and a ridiculous 937 yards. Um and, you know, Bell, fantastic receiver for, for Purdue, over 1,000 yards on the season. Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, the number one receiver on Ohio State after a record 15 catches last week um, and over 250 yards. So he had a fantastic game. Ohio State's averaging over 540 yards a game. Uh, Purdue's averaging 330 allowed. Ohio State actually averaging 356 allowed. Um, and Purdue can put up some yards. They're over 400 a game. 
Um, but that 24.8 points per game is going to need to improve, especially against Ohio State, who is scoring 44.9 points a game, uh, both teams allowing about 19. So similar levels of defense. I think we're just looking at you know a huge advantage on offense for Ohio State. Um, the way the game breaks down on the spreads right now, about a 21-point spread in favor of Ohio State um, with an over-under at 62.5, I think you can feel comfortable going over. And when I say you can feel comfortable going over Ohio State so far this year, Tyler Perry, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe I'm 3-0 and on the season for those overs, and I believe they've all been somewhere between 59 and 62. I love the over here. I think Ohio State might have some issues slowing Purdue down early. They throw for 330 yards a game. We know Ohio State's had difficulties in pass coverage. Um, and even if Ohio State gets up, Purdue is going to keep passing and keep trying to uh, move the ball down the field. Um, they held Minnesota to just 20 points a few weeks ago. You know, Michigan State, 29 points. Nebraska, 23 points. Wisconsin pounded them for 30 points. Um, it just depends which way they go. Of course, Purdue came out on the road and pounded Iowa. So you never know who you're going to get, but there aren't a lot of high-scoring games we're seeing out of Purdue. Um, if you did it like a scorecard in golf where you're saying, okay, we'll do a closeout, here are the last six weeks. Ohio State scored 26 last week, Michigan, or Purdue scored 40, so give that one to Purdue. And then it gets a lot more challenging. Ohio State, 33, uh, Purdue versus Nebraska, 28. Indiana, Ohio State had 54, Wisconsin, Purdue had 13. Iowa, 24 for Purdue, 66 for Maryland or for Ohio State against Maryland and then Purdue scored 13 against Minnesota Ohio State scored 52 against Rutgers so in the last six five weeks Purdue has outscored Ohio State one time um, and Purdue's highest score of 40 would only beat Ohio State twice so they're going to need a lot more than you know good fortune to come up here and but we've seen it happen before right I, I you know, we've seen Dwayne Haskins go out there in the Tyler Trent game and Purdue just absolutely throttled them. So it's certainly out there. It's certainly something that Ohio State's going to be knowledgeable about with the two huge games on the horizon, right? But I feel like, you know, something that we've seen from Ohio State is once they have their slip-up, like they did against Oregon and even maybe more so against Penn State, where it wasn't it was a pretty nutty game um, that came down to the wire, I, I think that they've had, you know, their opportunity to you know, make a mistake and misstep. And I think Ryan Day is going to have the boys ready this weekend. Uh, my pick for the weekend, I think Ohio State wins this game, but I do think it's within that 21 points. I think Purdue's going to put up a good fight. I think they're going to have um, a good time scoring. Uh, I can see Purdue putting up 31 points in this game um, unless, you know, they get turnover heavy early. I think it's going to be somewhere around 44 to 29, uh, the score of this game, 44 to 28 which puts that at 72 for the over. Take that to the bank. I love the over in this game more than anything else. Um, I do love Purdue covering. If you have to, maybe tease it with the over. Do Purdue plus 27, plus 27, and get that over under down to 56.5. I think that's your best play this week. If you're looking for a couple more, as I mentioned, I love Penn State uh, and Michigan. Michigan getting that, you know, giving a point. I think Michigan minus one is a really, really solid and strong pick um, of course there's some good Thursday night action Cincinnati tomorrow night 23 and a half point uh, spread there uh, what it looks like right now I think that's certainly an option if you want to bite on them versus USF um, and of course you know get some big SEC games this weekend Arkansas and LSU is a big one I think you can feel pretty confident in that game about you know taking 
you know, picking a side. I love everybody thinks Georgia and Tennessee could be closer. I, I think Georgia's gonna pound them. Maybe, you know, Hamden Hooker's this and come on, like we we don't really think Tennessee is gonna put up points against Georgia, right? Georgia allows six point six points per game. That's not garbage time, that's total. And they score thirty eight. Tennessee scores thirty eight as well, but they're allowing twenty eight point two. Um, Georgia's only allowing 230 yards a game. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Um, and these Tennessee, you know, Tennessee plays in these shootouts. They scored 24 against Bama and 26 against Ole Miss. But, yeah, over under 56. Is Georgia going to score 56? Maybe, you know, maybe you go over there. I, I think Georgia plus, you know, minus 20. I think that might be a uh, – I think that might be a play. I think they're going to pound Tennessee. I think they got something to prove, and I think they're just getting tuned up more and more. So, you know, their last, you know, their last five games are insane. Arkansas thirty-seven nothing, Auburn thirty-four ten, Kentucky thirty to thirteen, Florida thirty-four seven, Missouri forty-three to six. Meanwhile, Tennessee's lost two of their last three, and sure it was Alabama, Mississippi, um, and they beat. Kentucky last week on the road. Maybe that's a big win, but Georgia pounded Kentucky. It was never a close game. I, I don't love the the thought of Tennessee coming in there and really playing that tight. I don't see it happening. Um, if you do want to see a close game, you can check out Alabama and New Mexico State here in Week 10. Are we kidding? Imagine if you could get Kent State on the schedule right now or get New Mexico. I mean, come on. What is that? Play somebody. Play somebody. And you're going to have to go and play Georgia and gear up. Play somebody. New Mexico State, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. What does that do for you? What is playing New Mexico State? It gets you, you know, you get to tune up, get to see who's coming in next year. What's the point? You know what I mean? I thought you were Big Bad Wolf, right? I thought you were the Big Bad Wolf. You're going to play New Mexico State while Texas A&M, who beat you, is grinding it out with Ole Miss. That's going to be a game. I think that's the one I want to watch. I love Ole Miss. Love Ole Miss. 7 o'clock Saturday night, I love that game. I think that will be the best one. Maybe some fireworks in that NC State-Wake Forest game if you are accessible to the ACC network, um, which almost nobody is. That was our show this week. We'll see you next week to gear up for the Michigan State Spartans, hopefully after another Ohio State victory over the Purdue Boilermakers. I'm Tim Tully. Thanks for joining. We'll talk to you next week. Go Bucks. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.